Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to our podcast, The Positive Edge, where we discover how we as young individuals can better ourselves and the world around us. We dive into all things about self-development, everything from finding motivation and purpose to practicing self-care in today's day and age. And we are your hosts. Daniel is a commercial pilot and motivational speaker, and I'm Juliana, a social media consultant and strategist. We're both in our early 20s, trying to navigate through life, all while documenting that with you and sharing our tips and learnings along the way. Yulena, the past week, what have you been up to? Any updates, news, anything new in your life? So we are still in the midst of the coronavirus pandemic. So I have, of course, just stayed at home. I've enjoyed the great weather outside in my garden. And I guess everything has been a little quiet lately, but in a good way. Yeah, I agree, definitely. And on my behalf, it's it's more or less been the same. I think, what day in the quarantine are we here in uh, Copenhagen? Do you know? Is it? Hmm, I don't even know anymore. I guess that everyone has been social distancing for about two weeks or so. Yeah, it's it's at least two weeks, that's for sure. And I think really for many people now, it's about just staying creative and exploring new ways and so on. And speaking of new ways, Yulena, have you have you thought of any new books that you wanted to read or anything like that? No, so I'm trying to figure out what to read next. I recently finished a book called Under the Never Sky by Veronica Rossi. And as you know, I'm quarantining at my parents' house just because we've been together ever since the quarantine. So I've actually been looking through the bookshelf in my old room and rediscovering some of those titles that I never really got to read. So maybe we could talk a bit about procrastination as well. No, no. So backstory, I used to be such a book nerd. Um, I love books about like dystopian futures and science fiction. So like The Hunger Games, Divergent, all of those sort of books. And they were really on a rise um, actually just before we started in high school. So like five years, six years ago. Yeah. I don't even know. Yeah. Um, so I bought so many books back then and there were a lot. So I never really got to read all of them. How about you? Have you been reading more books about uh, body language? Well, actually, I finished a book on body language and now I am currently finishing a book called Sapiens. It's a huge, like, for some reason, people keep posting it on Instagram. Uh, it's the same. I'm sure you've probably seen there's a book called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, basically. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, that book and this book is something that people are uh, posting a lot. And really, the book Sapiens is about humans' history. Not just the Homo sapiens, but the reality is that I believe, as I recall, there's been six different species of humans. It was called the Neanderthals before the Homo sapiens and so on. So it's really a history book of uh, the humans. I have about, what, 50 pages uh, left in this book. So that's more or less what I'm focusing on. And then also I started another book called A Sup and the CEO. So it's a mix of a, a slave in, in the former Egypt and... Um, he then became a personal advisor to one of the kings in Egypt and he then uh, learned him a lot of stuff. And then there's a new guy today called David Noonan, which is now combining his experience as a CEO to what he taught the Egyptian king back then. Wow, very like philosophical books, huh? 
it is very philosophical for sure. That's interesting. Yeah, I think we've, we've been talking about Sapiens because I have Homo Deus, which is the second book. Yeah. So yeah, you, you can read that one afterwards if you want to. Oh, I will. And the difference in, in those two are basically Homo well, Sapiens is the... Yeah, it's the future. Yeah, well, Sapiens is the predecessor, whereas Homo Deus is in the future and what uh, Yuval Noah Harari he is expecting of the future and a very very intelligent author for sure mm -hmm, yeah I remember we had to read that in college because I had a teacher who was just obsessed with like Sapiens and Homo Deus um, so yeah it's quite insightful yeah it's very insightful all right so that's a little recap for uh, the week on our behalf ladies and gentlemen yeah lots of reading yeah for sure which is which is cool and it's a great way to stay creative now we're here today on the second episode of the positive edge some of the things we're going to be talking about today is basically know your why and why is it important to know your why how can it guide you through life and also meditation I know that uh, Juliana for sure is a huge meditation nerd, which is amazing. <laughs> I wish I were uh, as passionate about it as, as she is. So there's definitely a, a lot of things to uh, learn from her on that and facts as well. If you're one of those guys who's saying, I'm not going to believe it before I hear some facts, then... Yeah, I have a bunch of facts for you. <laughs> yep, a lot of facts. <laughs> So let's let's kick off with the why. It's something you've been recently uh, looking into, right? Yeah, for sure. Uh, to be more precise on my behalf, I think when I were, I were around probably 18 or something, I became aware of Simon Sinek. He created a very simple uh, talk on why it is important to know your why and how companies are using it and how you can implement it in your own life. To make a long story simple, then uh, Simon, he basically, you know, as an example, he says that imagine you're sailing in a boat, right? A pedal boat you're sitting in, it's just you. Mm -hmm. You get into the boat, it's nice weather outside, everything is great, there's no clouds or anything, but you're in, a, in, a, in the ocean and you get into the boat and you just tell yourself, all right, I'm just going to sail this way because I believe that there is some beautiful things to see over there. Now, that's okay, and that's great, but that's what he describes as living life by accident. Not that there's anything bad there's going to happen, but more that, sure, you can get into the boat, and sure, you can sail one way, and you will most definitely, probably, see something very beautiful along the way. But if you told yourself that, all right, I'm getting into the boat, and I'm sailing that way, because I know that over there, there will be a market with food and, and something else. Then you have a plan. So he, he divides it up to living life by accident and knowing your why. And then the question is, why is it your why you need to be aware of and not what? I believe growing up in, in, in most Western societies, and I would say the majority of the world, it's very normal to focus on what instead of why. So, what do you want to be? Well, I want to be a lawyer. Where do you want to be a lawyer? Well, there's this big law firm called X and X. And then, and then people usually end up with, oh, why do you want to be a lawyer? And then people <laughs> are thinking. Because then people need to reflect on why they're actually spending their time studying law school. 
Yeah, and I totally agree because I think we've all met a lot of people throughout our life where they don't really know what they, why they're doing what they're doing. And uh, and often when you're asking them, like, oh, like what are you studying at, at the moment, just like you mentioned, they're maybe just studying whatever their friends from high school are studying, and that's the direction they decided to go in. Um, but then they might regret it further down the line. Yeah, I agree. And really, and I personally, I totally recall that feeling of not knowing what to study and where to study it. And so choosing what your friends are studying is the safe way, if you will, I believe, when you're in the situation. And I understand that. But it's really here about just making, making the most out of your life. Knowing your why, it helps you. It gives you clarity. So how did you find your why? Honestly, my subjective opinion is that I think your why will be changing a number of times throughout your life. Mm -hmm. I think we all get into different periods. Uh, for me right now, uh, my why is very much uh, focused on aviation. I found my why by basically just taking a piece of paper because I, you know, I was at the tipping point. I knew that I had to figure something out. So I took a piece of paper. I wrote my name at the top of it and then I wrote uh, which in Danish means why mm -hmm. I wrote my name and then I wrote all of my personality traits if that makes sense so it could be outgoing it could be ingoing or extrovert or introvert it could be yeah. uh, a people's person or it could be a uh, task person now all of these things are going to vary but what i re would recommend to all you guys who are considering doing the same is really just take a piece of paper write down your name and be honest and write down your personality traits and like brainstorm right exactly and it sounds so simple and it is actually very simple The only thing is just people, in my opinion, and some of the guys I've been talking to, almost react if just thinking about it will get them their why. No, you have to go out there and look for your why. Obviously, sometimes, you know, there's also always those exceptions, but you need to go out and look for it. There's a, a famous guy I know who's called Les Brown, motivational speaker. He's always saying... It's better to be prepared for an opportunity and not have one than to have an opportunity and not be prepared. Mm -hmm. And really what you're doing with knowing your why is you're actively, you know, creating your own future to a certain extent. There was a lot of talking on my behalf. <laughs> yeah, I think it's really interesting. And something that might also be really relevant for everyone right now is that it's okay that it changes with time and you have to adapt at certain times because right now, like a lot of things have been put on hold. People might like release books and have planned like tours or something like that, but that's all been like postponed until the unforeseeable future. And just like you, like aviation is uh, seeing a lot of challenges right now because people are not traveling at the moment absolutely yeah, i couldn't agree more and adaption is really key another thing from the book sapiens is that if there's one thing all people and i refer to humans as the sapiens species here are good at is adapting and you can do the same the only thing is just it's change is hard change is hard for everyone and change is really what we're going through right now with the coronavirus and in my perception then all people are doing quite well at it But change is never fun. It's always hard if you're used to being, you know, a very routine-based person. So has there been a certain point in your life where you feel like you found your purpose? 
To be quite honest, I wouldn't say that I've actually found my purpose 100% yet. Mm-hmm. I know what I'm good at and I know what I enjoy doing. And I know my why as of right now. Yeah, I, th- I think I feel the same way. I mean, um, I feel like I've been very fortunate to have parents to always guide me from a young age to point out like skills that I was really good at so I've always loved writing from like as long as I can remember um so naturally I went into like writing as in like articles for magazines but then that like evolved into now like video and podcasting and doing visual work as in like graphic design and and taking pictures and all of that so it's just it's the same way like it's the same uh form of storytelling but it's just in a different format so that's just an example of like trying to adapt with time and uh trying to explore too like the different paths you can go into because i guess it's also important to just keep evolving keep learning oh yeah absolutely but with that being said i also think it's important to mention that you you should have the the want to do it because it's the same with books right if if people are telling you oh you should read more you should read more i think we've all tried this um but you don't really feel like reading there's no chance in in you know that you're actually going to read that book i simply don't believe it so it's also important to have the the want to and uh, and why really and speaking of uh, having uh, parents who are guiding you along the way that's an amazing thing mm-hmm. on my behalf so I, i grew up with my mom my father figure weren't really that much in in my life so i grew up with my mom which was amazing my point here is just remember that you can get coaching from different people it can be your parents It could be your friends. It could even be your football coach. Don't just limit it to your parents. You can get coaching from a lot of different places. So be aware of that. Mm, yeah, yeah, of course. I've had some amazing teachers over the years too that really broadened my perspective into what I could be doing. So uh, yeah, totally. I agree with that. So if you're at a point where you don't really know what you're good at or you feel like you, you haven't really found your purpose, know that that's okay, of course. But there is a tool called the Ikigai Method uh, for finding your purpose. And I came across this um, from Jay Shetty, who is a motivational coach. Daniel is probably really tired of hearing <laughs> hearing yeah. me talk about him because I bring him up up a lot. He's just an amazing person that like used to be a monk and then he um yeah he really spreads positivity online. And him and um a girl that goes by the username Lavender. Uh so they're both on YouTube. You can find them online and they talk about this ikigai method that translated just means uh the reason for being. So in today's context that might mean like the reason why we wake up in the morning and are excited to be doing what we're doing. So it looks at different circles and we'll link all the resources that we mentioned today in our show notes below. But there's different circles in this graphic and it basically looks at what you love doing, what you are good at doing and then what you can get paid for and what the world needs right now. So you fill in all these brackets and then you get to visualize that and figure out a way you can find like your sweet spot so that could be in the context of like what should your career path be or something like that and uh yeah it's a really really good tool i have uh, shared it with a bunch of friends who have tried it and they've found it really useful and just another thing to point out is that studies have shown that the more we live our passion the more joy energy and happiness we have in our lives 
That absolutely makes sense. And really, if we just break it down and, and think about it, then if you do something you like, we all know that feeling of, do you remember, Elena, do you remember when you were small, right? Mm -hmm. And you were so excited. It could be for Christmas Eve or waking up the next day to do something. It could be go to the park and play with dolls or something like that. Do you remember yeah. that feeling? Yeah. Right. And it's, I would say, as you grow up, that feeling sort of decreases, I think, to a certain extent because routines kick in. But when you get excited about something more than just one time, and if you can call that your job, I think that's an amazing thing. Mm -hmm, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. And it's really like if you just take two uh, scenarios, right? You have one scenario where you're excited about something and one scenario where you are not excited about it. Now, obviously, you're gonna be, in my opinion, a better person when you do something you're passionate and happy about as compared to something you're not happy about. I think that your patience with people is not uh, as present uh, when you're doing something you are not happy about as where, you know, compared to the other scenario. So it's really like a domino effect. If you do something you're passionate and happy about, knowing your why and all these things, then you're just going to do better. You're going to be a better influence in the world. You will start to li live a meaningful life, in my opinion. Yeah, it's about finding something that doesn't feel boring. Yeah. That you can get excited by in the long run and uh, get into that state of flow. I recently read about that. So the flow is where you get challenged at like to the limit but you also use your skill sets to the limit and that's where you get into that state of flow where you like lose track of time and really love what you're doing yeah okie dokie so let's move on to the next point on our agenda um i really wanted to talk about the rise of meditation during this pandemic yep <laughs> so uh stars like lizzo do you know lizzo i do she's okay you ready I'm about to drop a little, a little. Okay. Okay. But be careful. If it's too similar, we might get copyright issues. Okay. So it no, turns it. out I'm a 100% dead. Something like that. <laughs> I, I can't actually name any of her songs, but I know I've heard them. Anyway, so like Lizzo <laughs> and a bunch of other stars have started doing like really good initiatives to keep people entertained online. So I see a lot of people do concerts and all of that, but she's actually doing guided meditations on Instagram and it's really cool. She does like, she plays the flute, so she calls it like musical meditation. <laughs> okay. It's very, very fun. So anyway, also like other people like Jay Shetty that I just mentioned is a motivational speaker. He does guided meditation every single day. He recently did a Instagram takeover for Instagram's account. And he also does them all the time on YouTube and his own account. So a lot of people are doing really cool stuff right now to... Um, to help people manage their anxiety that they might be feeling. So uh, another thing that's really cool is that the UK public healthcare sector has partnered with Headspace, that's a meditation app, to offer free subscriptions to all healthcare professionals because they're expecting a lot of them to, of course, be very stressed because they're working so hard at the moment. And another video online has surfaced of a hospital in Barcelona where all of the nurses and doctors uh, stand in a hallway and meditate together. So really cool stuff is happening right now in like the mental health uh, sectors. Yulena, I think I'm I'm speaking on on behalf of some of the guys out there. I know <laughs> that there's one guy who's listening to this who are thinking, ah, meditation, that that yoga thing. I ain't never gonna do no yoga. <laughs> And I will tell you this, sir. I've tried it myself. Okay. 
the feeling uh, of I would say of refreshment and clarity you feel afterwards is just amazing. What happens is basically it's a great exercise to focus on one thing and one thing only and that's your body and your breathing and the thoughts that really come into mind but at the same time just letting letting them go. So it sounds like you have tried uh, mindfulness meditation where you just focus on one thing or even focus on nothing. Is that right? Yeah, to a certain extent. I like the guided meditation that helps. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. The guided. I, I love the guided meditation too and it's a great place to start actually there's so many different types of meditation out there on youtube and tons of apps that you can use basically mindfulness is like where you don't focus on anything or you just focus on one thing or you focus on your breath um and then guided meditation you can listen to people talk you through it and get like into that meditative state and out of it again which i really enjoy it's it's great for somebody who hasn't really don't have much experience and then there are people who like just meditate by themselves listening to calming music in the background i've even tried like hypnotherapy that's basically the same as guided meditation but it's just tailored to you specifically and your specific issues so if you're not convinced by why you should meditate let's just pull up some facts here 90% of how up or down we feel is not determined by what happens around us externally but what happens in our head Which I think is such a great quote, don't you think? Yeah, I think it's amazing for sure, and that makes sense, really. Because we often live in such a like reactive state where we just blame everything that's happening around us. Really, it's just about how we interpret that into our minds. Oh yeah. Also, meditation can improve your memory. It can also uh, slow down or even prevent uh, neurodegenerative uh, diseases, so basically diseases in your mind. And it also helps to reduce your blood pressure and all of these things as well. Mm-hmm. So if you just look even deeper into this, then I have some notes from an online course I took from Yale University called The Science of Wellbeing. Now, the course professor is called Laurie Santos, and she's just incredible. I highly suggest everyone to go check out the course because it discovers what scientifically makes us happy and what doesn't. So here are some facts about meditation that totally changed my perspective on why it's important. Now, if we go into the science aspect of this, then our minds go into a default network whenever we're not focused on a task. So it makes us think of either the past, the future, or other people. And we're actually one of the only species that have disability. But it doesn't seem like it's a good thing to be doing all the time. So if you think about it, whenever you're sitting working on something and then you finish work, you immediately go to think about something you did yesterday or something you have to remember to do in the future and then another study by Kingsword and Gilbert found that our minds wander 46.9% of our waking hours and the thoughts during those times are actually not very useful at all because they found that it's mostly negative thoughts it's something like oh I should have done this or I have to remember to do this um so Science have shown that it's much better to stay in the present moment, which totally makes sense, right? That that makes sense for sure, absolutely. Yeah, don't you think? For sure, and and really, it's um, I think it's perhaps something we're describing as uh, you know, it's something that's just going to happen all out of nowhere. For me, it was really it's you know you need to do it again and again and again. It's repetitive before you really get into the rhythm of meditating. I would say. Mm-hmm. So it takes discipline also to get started. Yeah. And for those who have a lot of thoughts, like I know women are said to have many more thoughts than men, right? I think that's I the case. I couldn't believe in that. <laughs> 
And so a way to combat mind wandering is meditation. So a study by Hedy Kolber found that meditators are using the default network less and they have a better control of certain areas in the brain throughout the day, which I just find insanely interesting. So less mindering, as we know, means that we're happy and staying in the present. And then other research have found that meditation boosts gray matters in the brain. For instance, it's areas that are used in like motor coordination so daniel this is really interesting for you huh <laughs> when you like flying planes oh yeah that. for sure but also the sense of calm you get after meditating is is very uh, inspiring for me yeah so when you're meditating you get a a certain amount of uh, extra uh, psychological ability if you can call it that I suppose you get a little bit more energy throughout the day if you meditate in the morning you go to work or on my behalf if I went to fly school and meditated before I was ready for those engine failures I was ready for all of those emergencies even though it's very psychological demanding you just get a little extra of meditating and I think all of the people I've been conversating about meditation would say it is exact same thing mm, yeah i really feel like you can feel when a person is someone who meditates on a regular basis because they're so, just so calm in stressful situations like they just they know how to manage their feelings and and look at things from a different perspective instead of like stressing out about stuff so others like facts is that it boosts test performance, as you might have guessed, and um, other things that we look for in happiness, like social connection. And that really relates to the time that we live in today, because there is a form of meditation called the loving kindness meditation. Other people call it the compassion meditation, but it's more or less the same where um, you meditate and then you think of a person you really care about, whether that be a family member, a friend anyone else it can even be strangers like studies have shown that if you do this meditation in front of a stranger and think about that person and how much you care about that person as a human being you get a stronger social connection a neuroscientist recently wrote an article about how great this form of meditation can be during these times where a lot of people are just by themselves and feel very isolated. And that's simply because it can make you feel so much more connected to people, even though you might not be close to them physically right now. Especially if you can't be with your elderly grandparents or anyone else you really care about right now. Oh, maybe we should mention like which guided meditations have you tried, Daniel, and where have you found them so uh, i used a app uh, before called calm mm -hmm. it's a very uh, very simple and straightforward app you you decide what you want to work on is it stress is it uh, before you go to sleep is it relationships and then there's different meditation courses assigned to each topic if you will now however i'm just going on to spotify and using a guided meditation i like the fact that it's uh, different and i also like that it's uh, nature sounds um so that's working for me oh i didn't even realize they had guided meditation on spotify of course they have though that's cool maybe we should do a guided meditation <laughs> yeah we're on spotify now hey we are on spotify <laughs> look at you all right <laughs> <laughs> Do you think we would be good at like guiding people through a meditation? <clears throat> Are you ready? <laughs> yeah, hit it. And as you feel your breath, 
slowly touching your nose. No, I don't even know, but you get the part, right? I could do the voice. I could do yeah. the voice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you would be great at reading out um, audiobooks and the things. So, yeah. Thank you. I think you'd be good at that. I'm considering changing my career, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, to be a voice actor. Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> So, uh, okay, okay, I have, um, so the, the, the ways that I've tried uh, meditating is that, so I've been trying even like in-person uh, mindfulness workshops and all of that, and I have to say I'm a little bit picky about like the types of meditation I really resonate with, so I've tried a bunch online, I can't even name all of the apps that I've tried, but what I, uh, what I found to be really working right now is uh, Boho Beautiful, so she's a yogi on YouTube, she does yoga and Pilates videos, and she has a series of guided meditation, and really, what I really love about that is that they're only seven minutes long, so it's great if my alarm go off in the morning, and then instead of like hitting snooze or something like that, I would put that on, and just while I'm waking up, listen to that. So I think that's a great way to start my morning. And she has specific ones that targeted towards anxiety relief and even like being in a present moment, um, being grateful, all of that good stuff. So that's just a little tip for me. Yeah, that's a very good tip for sure. So if you're just standing out and really want to try meditation, I guess some tips would be to try a guided meditation and just see how you feel. Just like Daniel said, like just really feel your body remember that feeling you have afterwards this is really calming because i think that's important to remember if you're suddenly feeling stressed you're like oh wait meditation will help me right now in this situation and then another tip would just be to like practice and then because it's okay if you have days where you don't feel like you are in the zone and and don't feel like meditation is will be useful and then you might not be able to concentrate doing the meditation but then there are other days where it just feels right so just uh even though you don't have a great meditation session just keep going and and uh eventually you'll get there and guys out there i said it before i'll say it again it's okay give it a try the pilot the el macho whatever you want to call it i like fast cars i like the leather jackets all of that guys it's okay it's not yoga it's not any of these things just give it a try I promise you it'll be good for you, okay? Give it a try. Yeah, just try. Like, nobody will know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you just have to sit like there and like you... to rob a bank or something, Juliana. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, you don't have to be afraid of anyone's judgment. You're just there by yourself in your bedroom. Just listening to All you. in your bedroom, just listening. Right. Okay. All right, guys, you get the point. It's good for you. Give it a try. Just know that you need to do it more than one time in order for you to get into the routine. On the positive edge today, you've heard about why is it important to know your why? How can it benefit your life? And what sort of consequences, good and bad, does it have to know or not know it? We talked about uh, the Ikigai, method for finding your purpose. Uh, also, we talked about meditation. How do you start? Why is it important? And what if, just what if you're a little macho macho and you want to get all soft? It's not about being soft. It's about <laughs> becoming aware of your thoughts and, and creating that connection with your body and really just lowering the cortisol or the stress levels in your body. 
Um, so that's uh, primarily been the topics for today. Wouldn't you say? Yes, Lola? I think we did well. If we have to say so ourselves. Yeah, well, obviously <laughs> you just did, and self appreciation is never bad. So yeah, you yeah. did well. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five star review on Apple Podcast. Also, don't forget to send us a voice message so we can play it on the next episode. You can find the link to that in the show notes below. And just say hi or leave us a question. We would highly appreciate that. Thank you so much for listening, guys. And have a great day. And we'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Bye.